Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back, film fans. This is Beer, Bourbon, and a Movie. I'm Tawana. And I'm Alex. And we're two filmmaking cinephiles dedicated to the art of film, the taste of a good beverage, and everything in between. That's right. We're glad you're back, people. So grab a seat, film fans, beer drinkers, and bourbon lovers alike. This is episode 43. So hey, Alex, what are we drinking today? Glad you asked, Alex. Well, since Vaughn's out, I'm going to be taking the reins on second seat today. And uh, we are going to actually be watching, uh, or we have watched, Avengers and Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. All right, and this is the part where we talk about some booze Yeah. <laughs> before we get into the films. Before we get into the films. So what are we drinking today, Tay? All right, so, you know, man, try to keep it thematic as possible. Um, Both these films, extremely American. Um, <laughs> and while I know that Avengers is an international success, it is based in America, <laughs> and so is Extremely Wicked, and I'm not saying that entire title, because I don't think I'll... <laughs> successfully get I through had to, it. I had to really train my brain through that. Yeah. It was like extremely wicked, shockingly evil, exactly. and vile. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a hard title to spit mm-hmm. out. So congrats to Thank you. you for Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was a good film. I, it was a good film. So I, it wanted, was a good to, film. I wanted to... Give us some know. respect. Exactly. I understand. Exactly. So, so today, because of the whole Americana theme, um, I chose something. How could you get more America than uh, Texas? <laughs> so today I That's what Sarah Palin said Yeah exactly Today I am Real drinking Shinerbach Straight out of uh, Where else? Shiner, Texas mm-hmm. So you know They're very Americana But this is basically A German recipe So they brew it With a rich barley malt And German specialty hops And this is A lightly hopped American style Dark lager um, which is pretty, it goes on pretty easy. And uh, it, it was originally a seasonal beer, but the fans loved it and demanded it so much that they made it year round in 1973, which is also another reason I, I picked it because Ted Bundy's whole escapades yep. were in the 70s. And so they love to tote this as like a porch sitting washer toshin pet dog petting type of beer so um enjoy i liked it um you can find it everywhere uh it's not hard to find it's actually pretty tasty so um yeah that's my choice i don't love shine i find it a little bit sweet tbh sweet? yeah i find it really yeah i find i mean i'm obviously gonna have to have a little bit i don't find it yeah you're the welcome too. But, i don't find uh, it hoppy they yeah. said it would be hoppy. i did date um, I dated a Texan. I was going to say a Texan. Uh, my fiance is originally from Texas. Oh, is she? So, um, Shiner, Shiner has featured yeah. at, at outings yeah, over the last few years of, of course, my life. That's what they uh, and yeah, I don't know. I'd rather just knock down a fucking crispy boy Bud Light if I'm going that way. Ooh, Bud Light. I know I'm fucking pissing some people uh, off saying that. Oh, yeah, I'm man. An, Bud Light is like. 
piss water. Give me I mean, this had this give me has that, flavor. Give me that middle class fancy. This I'm has good. flavor. This is give hop. I mean, it's not hoppy, but really, it's hop. how much high fructose corn syrups in that bad oh, boy? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't look that far. I mean, the the IPA is pretty low. The ABV rather is is really low. It's like four point four. So you can drink like seventeen of these and still be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I think that's what they intended to be, like a sitting on the porch drinking all day type of deal. Definitely. You know what? When it's if it's hot out and you need and you want something with a little flavor, but you don't want to go pale ale, you right. want to keep it kind of. Is that a lager or an ale? What are it's you doing? a lager. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. it's 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 fine. It's fine. It's a dark I, it's not lager, a f- which is only reason why I'm dealing with it. It's not a session drink. No. I'm not drinking six of them. No. I'm not drinking six of them either. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, three <laughs> is about to be the limit. I mean, because uh, the flavor is okay. Don't get me wrong. The flavor is not boring. It, and it's because it's dark and because the original recipe was German, which I love mm. things German. Um, old beer is German, as you all know. But... Um, yeah, I mean, it's decent. Actually, if I was going to sit on a porch all day, I wouldn't drink this. I would drink, like, Blue Moon or something. Fair enough. Blue Moon has better flavor. I'd be on some uh, Modelo's or some La Bohemia. Oh, yeah. I, I could I'll do, do that. I'll do that. I'd, I'd mix between Especial, because as we're getting into the summer. Yes. As well as the Negra Modelo's. The Negra is my fellow. My yeah. fellow. My favorite. is my absolute favorite. Have you had La Bohemia? I haven't. Bohemia, it's like um, it's. Popular. Oh yeah, I know Bohemia, but I haven't had Bohemia, it. Bohemia, yeah. Like I haven't had the Shiner. This is the first time I've ever had it. So they have a kind of a because they're kind of. I mean, they are those darker lagers. Mm-hmm. Um, they're but, becoming popular. Yeah, but yeah, I could I could definitely rip one of those. Mm-hmm. Although every day, every time I have Mexican or Latin meals of some sort, I immediately grab uh modello yeah is the fucking the jam it just goes with it so what are you having all right so i am trying to fill the shoes the big the big wheels the big wheels <laughs> and the rather nice nike runners that i gave vaughn actually right, so right, i right. have actually worn the shoes that vaughn wears on a regular basis right. um you're not welcome the wheels. you're I'm welcome the yeah 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 <laughs> he was actually kind of nonplussed when i gave him those sneakers because <laughs> um, they were a little bit small for me but then he wears them every day, so I'm like, he likes them. I could have, I would have appreciated like a little more outpouring. <laughs> since like how much you like them. You I mean, know? you met Vaughn though. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. No, yeah. He was re- he was recording Honorary Radio at the time. So yeah, exactly. Um, so <laughs> today, what I've done, I put a little bit too much thought into it. Um, I did ask Tawana to meet me um, slightly earlier um, for the podcast, so we could get ready. And then I could not find a bourbon that I was happy with, so I ended up getting a little bit late. But um, it's important because we found a beautiful uh, single barrel yes. bourbon today called Four Roses. Right. Um, I think Vaughn has... He's done the regular. He's done the regular. It's the regular a very bourbon. pretty bottle. Very pretty bottle. It's a very pretty bottle. Um, short and stubby. It's sh- Exactly. <laughs> it's short and stubby. It's pretty looking, but it is 100 proof. Yes. It's beautiful and deadly. And that was really the key theme I was trying to get at, <laughs> uh, which is why I struggled. But thankfully, uh, Schumer's, yes. Schumer's Liquor up here in Midtown uh, had me covered as a last resort. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, they have the they have the barrel number, they have the ba- the warehouse number, and they have the batch number written onto the onto the label. So That's important. Um, it actually does have a pretty sort of craft sort of small batch feel to it. Right. Um, this is a straight Kentucky. Uh, bourbon distilled and aged by Four Roses Distillery in Lawrenceburg, yeah. Kentucky. Now, um, on the website, you'll see that they do describe this, the tasting notes. And I really did pick up, especially on the cocoa and vanilla. 
really? side of this, but the nose is dried spice, the pear, there, yeah. cocoa, vanilla, and maple syrup. And I could definitely detect at least half of those. Yeah, um, but too. really tasty smell, pretty pungent though. It definitely hit me in the face. So I was expecting when I went to drink it that it was going to take me back a little bit. Um, but, you know, I shared a little bit with T mm-hmm. at the beginning of the show and we both sort of commented on how smooth it was, uh, how tasty it was. Yeah, very smooth. The palate, hints of ripe plum and cherries, robust, full-bodied and mellow. I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. The finish, smooth and delicately long. Mm-hmm. I don't know about delicate, but it definitely felt smooth. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> it was smooth. I think, I think you've scorched earth your taste buds if that's how you're describing a fucking hundred proof. <laughs> right, you scorched earth your taste. <laughs> fucking yeah, none left. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I'm drinking this today. I drank a little bit straight, which I actually really enjoyed because I've just bad. I've done a little. I've mixed it with a little bit of seltzer, uh, a little Lacroix, Lacroix regular. Um, on ice just to knock it back a bit and mm-hmm. it drinks super smooth that way but to be honest i like to drink straight liquors yeah. um i love my tequila as mm-hmm. some of our older listeners will know mm-hmm. um and actually this just neat mm-hmm. is the most enjoyable but you got to watch yourself you have to watch yourself you better check yourself i mean i would ask for it chilled yeah i mean with the ice actually it was pretty nice with the ice was nice yeah. I, I think i would have just had it chilled and then you know, just chill it. the bottle itself. Well, That's not a bad well, idea. chill the bottle, or you know, sometimes when you go to a bar, you ask for it chilled. They shake it up a little, right? And then they give it to you chilled. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, right, separate, right, right. separate yeah, from ice, yeah, so it's yeah, not yeah. watered. That's a good point. They'll yeah. just shake it in they ice. Shake and it then, in ice, and then yeah. Because then that's better. Because then you get it, but it's not watered down. So it's got a. It's got, obviously got a little bit of water in it, but tiny, you're not getting the bit. full. You're not getting the full yeah. ice. But it's yeah. but the chilled is is so mm-hmm. refreshing. I've had nice vodkas that way. Yeah, and actually it, that was super tasty. It's super tasty that way. So obviously both of our both of our choices today not really reflecting Avengers so much. Not so much. We found both of us kind of found that shockingly evil had the most kind of nuance, and mm-hmm. I think we've been sort of debating that. We yeah. were really going to debate Avengers today. Yes, because Avengers is the big movie. Um, of it's the big movie the of big the pre-summer movie of the pre-summer, but it is somewhat controversial in the fact that people either love it because they just kind of like me, just suspended any suspended kind of disbelief. Any disbelief. Um, but other people not mm, loving it so much. But like be- me, exactly. So before we get into that, not though, so um, you know, we've <laughs> got this little segment we've, segment we've been playing with around yes. just talking about movie news, what's happening yes. in the industry. Um, and a couple things that I found really, really cool that I'm very excited about mm. is we have one of the classic 80s sci-fi uh, epics um, of its day is Dune. If you haven't read the mm. books, maybe you don't want to read the books. Probably not your cup of tea. Right. Um, however, an absolute nerd's paradise Absolutely. when it comes to um, creating galaxies right. and almost having – it was almost the Game of Thrones-esque film of its it day. Was. Uh, you have all these different true. planets and <laughs> the people. It's like set in the year 10,000. Yeah, Sting was in there. Um, and the guy, Twin Peaks guy. Yeah, there was the who's who. So yes. that was a big film of its day. It's super campy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is getting remade, which That's I had feelings amazing. about. Please, shut, please cut off an hour, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure, let's cut off an hour. <laughs> So what's happening is Denis Villeneuve yes. is taking the reins, which I think is an excellent selection. Uh, he has the special effects supervisor and the producers from Blade Runner. Okay. So I'm like, that's what's up. It'll be pretty. That'll be pretty. It'll be shot well. Mm-hmm. Um, despite your feelings 
on maybe Blade Runner as a complete story. It looked it looks, hella good. It was stunning. And the special effects were really, really good as yeah, well. Yeah, that's for sure. We have... Um, God, there was a, there was a real murderous row of like recent uh, recent sci-fi, um, recent sort of sci-fi and kind of like I don't know like cyberpunky films. And he's basically gotten the the whole squad from from all of those. So if you were going to remake Dune in kind of this campy, beautiful, right. modern aesthetic, I think that the the team he's assembled around and to do that right. is uh, is fantastic. So they just entered entered uh, production, okay. principal photography, literally. A couple of days ago, right? So they're out of pre-production. They're filming. They're in a desert somewhere. Um, Zendaya is alleged nice. to be the female lead, good, which good. is really cool. She's a good aesthetic for it. Really good aesthetic for it. Um, I've been seeing her promoed on Euphoria really? on HBO. Yeah, yeah. I'm really curious show, about that before she, Game of Thrones. It, it's gonna muddy her up a little bit. Take mm-hmm. her out of that child that child actor realm slider into something good exactly so i'm sort of kind of like okay zendaya needs to sort of hold the sort of ethereal gritty yeah aesthetic yeah euphoria seems like kind of a coming of age show yeah that she might be able to sort of ground herself in for mm-hmm. a role like that now that's still not confirmed but i mean i don't know if it's out where the places i'm reading it's probably the way it's going down i mean yeah that's what it seems um, i mean some of the scenes they've shown she's definitely high <laughs> She's getting into it. She's getting into it. I've been chasing this feeling my entire life. And then you see her knocked out on a couch. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm excited to see who will control the spice. Yeah. In the Dune remake, which is set for currently November 2020, despite any production delays. Any male leads? They didn't actually say who the lead, the male lead was. Anyone else? Um, There is apparently a a famous Korean actor. I cannot. Oh, is he Korean or is he Chinese? Hmm. But no one American, not yet. Or European. So, no, they did. I there was like the guy, one of the actors from from Blade Runner who plays a sort of creepy scientisty guy. Mm-hmm. He's been caught. He's like one of the lead guys. Right. But none, none of like the the main guy, right. like the hero prince. You know. Right. They comes need, to let his uh, people. Lead his people to victory. Yeah. They, no, no one's been called for that. So. <laughs> <laughs> very very early days, but if you want, if you're interested to see, like, wow, how long does it take to make a film, and what's the lead time on it? Well, a long time. Usually three to six months yeah. um, of main photography, and then they'll sit in post production for as long as the director feels like they want to, or the uh, studio cuts yeah. them off. <laughs> or the studio cuts them off, yeah. Yeah, and then you'll be six to twelve months before it actually gets released, so they can. Yeah, but it'll be here before show. you know it. We're halfway yeah. through 2019. Exactly. So that's my main film news. Um, obviously, there was the Met Gala. There was a really thick, the theme was camp. Was Dune camp. segues nicely to that because Dune was camp as fuck. Yeah. Ezra um, Miller was one of the tops. Lena Waithe was another. Mm-hmm. Um, who else did we say? It was uh, a beautiful film made by... Larigetto. Badia, Badia Zainali was the director of okay. this Vogue film to sort of promo it. Yeah, it's done in that, that kind of 80s VHS aesthetic. That's great. Um, and she did a really, really good job. Um, Reminding us a little bit of Climax. 100%. Right. Um, and, yeah, so all the main stars, Jared Leto, Harry Styles. Um, yeah, Lady Harry Gaga. Styles had a whole thing going, too. Yeah. Lady yeah. Gaga. His was a little... Somewhat cute. Gender, gender bending. Uh, so was Ezra Miller's. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few others, uh, Lupita. Um, there were some people that I felt were more like artwork and, and in costume than camp. 
Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Not but everyone. Katy Perry did not. Yeah, Katy Perry. Janelle Monet too. I didn't think that was camp. I thought that was a piece of artwork. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was pretty good. Cool. So what about you? Um, anything so about? anything I have to talk about. So lately, um, you know me, always around in the film world in New York. And so here we have BAM, Brooklyn Academy of Music. If you're not from New York and you're not aware of it, BAM is a massive conglomerate of like varying uh, venues that show music, art, uh, dance, uh, theater, um, uh, film. And then a lot of times they have relatable um uh, festivals that relate to it like uh, they'll have it around like uh, Ashland Place I believe it's called Ashland Place uh, anyway this is in downtown Brooklyn uh, right by the Barclays I know everyone knows the Barclays mm-hmm. um, so anyway BAM's like where everyone in Brooklyn goes for a lot of the film art uh, and so this this month they're having a retrospective called Black in the 90s where they're playing like some really poignant and popular black films from the 90s, uh, films about um, the African diaspora. So um, there are some hits, like Boys in the Hood, which unfortunately we recently lost John Singleton, so rest in peace to you, sir, mm-hmm. for making some real strides in um, in cinema. Um, uh, Poetic Justice, which is also his. Uh, there is Juice, um, there have been a few others. One important one, which is what I'm going to see, uh, Love Jones, mm. one of my favorite love stories of all times about um, urban black professionals in the 90s finding their way in love and life. Um, really, really good film. Anyway, so I highly recommend if you're in New York, even if you're visiting, check it out. B-A-M, BAM, Brooklyn Academy of Music, um, in the Peter Sharp Building, They'll be playing this retrospective until the 22nd of May. Mm -hmm. Um, And they have some late times, so you'll be able to catch it after work. Um, I think Serafina's another one. Uh, They have a lot. So anyway, please do check it out. If you're not in New York, look up the film list. Right, that's what my next thing. And try to track it down, because I mean, on Fire TV, um, IMDB has a service called Freeview, I think. Oh, does it? Um, Which you'll get ads. But I've been able to film. I've been able when I've wanted to watch older films. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just search them in Fire TV, and it'll j- I, like I wouldn't even notice where the service right. because I have like stars. Right, right, right. I have uh, HBO. I have them all connected on my right. Amazon TV, right? Um, but then a lot of the older films I've been finding is this IMDb Freeview service is carrying a ton of them. Oh wow! So um, yeah, and that just came with Fire TV. So again, uh, you'll have to watch ads. Right, because um, there's no pay, there's no pay gate to get right, past right. it. But um, a lot of them are just available, so you yeah, don't have to pay. Because I watch Roku, and sometimes mm. like we like Crackle, and some of those yeah, will have right. some of the older, yeah. older films. Sometimes Netflix, Amazon, Hulu will maybe pick it up. I mean, I will need you to drink the Kool Aid and get a Fire TV over a fucking Roku, though, bro. No, I love Roku. No, no, no. I don't believe in Fire TV. <laughs> Amazon does not have the value for what they're charging, and so I no longer feel the need to buy it unless I have something in which well, I you need do need to Prime. constantly I mean, buy. You need Prime Video, obviously. Do you have Prime? No, wow. I don't, because that would be having a Prime membership. 
I mean, this. So, uh, so thanks for listening, everyone. Um, I've decided to fucking leave. There's so many other options, wow. man. Wow. It's there's so many other options. Okay, cool. But you so, know, perspective. All right. Well, um, <laughs> now I'm upset. So let's move on. Let's move on. Um, what are we going to start with today? First review. We'll start off with ba-ba-ba. the Avengers. Avengers Endgame. 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 Yes. Endgame. And so Avengers Endgame. This is a fucking epic film. Right. I D- absolutely loved it. Fuck you for what you're about to say. Yeah, I fucking hated it. <laughs> um, <laughs> directed by Anthony Russo and Joe Russo, the brothers, Russo brothers, um, and starring uh, a number of high-profile actors. Uh, high-profile actors? <laughs> high-profile actors. <laughs> Pronunciation. After two, three beers, yeah, it gets a little weary. Um <laughs> Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, Chris Hemsworth, Scarlett Johansson, and on and on and on. I'm not going to do that whole list. The motherfucking who's who, Because it's the who's who, and there's like 50 of them. Who's who of cool, cool actors, of though. Cool a- no, which is, they, they which, is, which is what I love about the Avengers films. Yeah. They really managed to assemble not just like the big names. No, but, but like cool like, people. They're like cool people, Who man. have cool personalities yeah. who seem like they were kind of like realistic, cool people. And they enjoyed making the films. I've yeah. always loved that as they really enjoyed they seem making them. They have like a brotherhood and sisterhood mm-hmm. type of deal going on. Especially that this one had like a whole sisterhood thing, but whatever. Mm. Who's DP actually? Who DP? Um, was it the same as always or was it someone new? It's probably the same as always. See, the problem is for me is when you get this big with these giant films. It doesn't take away from the cinematographer, but a great deal of it is CG'd. Yeah. And so, you know, it's like, where does his work begin and their work ends? His name is Trent Opalak. Um, He's Canadian cinematographer. um, Known for doing a great deal of films with the Russo brothers and Neil Blomkamp. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So get he get that, uh, yeah, get so that chappy aesthetic. Yeah, there you go. So he did, you know, <laughs> District Nine and a lot of his, uh, Elysium. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Excuse me. That's Term- cool. So he's got Terminus, a, str- he's got a strong you know. kind of sci-fi aesthetic. Yeah, he did Captain America. He did a few. Oh, you did the first Captain America. Yeah, he did a few. Of them. This is the thing: is all the Avengers films do kind of look the same, regardless of who they put on it. Exactly. That's why. I mean, like I said, no offense to the cinematographer, but they don't really give you. A creative aesthetic, uh, yeah. you know, any control over that. They Marvel want Studios them. films look like Marvel right. Studios. They look films. like Marvel Studios films. They yeah. don't look like anything else. So when you did District Nine, yeah, that yeah. looked fantastic. Yep. And Elysium, that looked like you, you know, like mm-hmm. Neil, Neil's work too. You know, had that grit, had that look to it. But um, yeah, Marvel, you really can't tell anything. Yeah, there's no dystopian future. No, no, no. Anyway, so. Um, The plot. After the devastating events of Avengers Infinity War, the universe is in ruins. With the help of of their remaining allies, the Avengers assemble once more in order to undo Thanos' actions and restore order to the universe. How do you unsnap a snap? How do you unsnap a snap? Um, Yeah, not this way. Who who should huh? go first? Because huh? Huh? I no, have no, no. nothing but negative things. Yeah, to so say. you're gonna bring you down. You're gonna bring us down, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna well, okay, okay. All right. So okay. how about how about I will set the I will set the road with how I let, let me give the blanket. Right. Okay. So give the blanket. I was effusively positive about the film. Yes. I openly cheered. Nice. With everyone else around me in the cinema, I joined fantastic. in in some good 
cinema cinema in cinema hooligan behavior yeah which normally i'm not into but there was just so many you had to such great moments obviously captain america played by the wonderful Chris Evans, the Canadian, mm-hmm. which I just love that. I didn't I know that. he was Canadian. I yeah, think I realized that. super fucking Canadian, which I just is amazing. It's like the best of America is Canada, right. which is such a great metaphor. But um, sorry for all you Americans out there, <laughs> which is pretty much everyone that listens. But fuck you, I'm not from here. <laughs> so um, there was just so many great moments, mostly revolving around Captain America and Iron Man, right? Right. And they went, kind of went really deep on the time travel angle in this too deep and they there was a scene that kind of explained it quite well of like how they were explaining how time travel worked uh-huh. and i know that a lot of beef because tawana is not the only person no, in not. my diaspora who has expressed concern <laughs> with this film yeah no, and i I'm just not. said i don't fucking care how about this i don't fucking care it's fine a marvel movie tried to go deep on some science too deep. They then found that adhering to the science they built in their own world made it very difficult to tell the story they yeah, wanted to definitely. tell. And so by the end of the film, they said, you know what? Fuck it. We just yeah. need a big ass battle. Everyone needs to fucking be there. Right. And we're just going to pretend like the scientific uh, baseline we established at the beginning of the film doesn't exist anymore. Right. And uh, that's just where it's going to be. Exactly. And I fucking loved it. I'm glad you loved it. I loved it. I loved it. You know, I'm glad I'm you not loved. super neurotic about such things. <laughs> I'm not super neurotic. I just wanted to enjoy this because I am a fan of the Avengers. I really loved Infinity War and actually felt it's Vaughn sad. That, it's Vaughn that's not the big Marvel fan, right? No, he's. I think he's a fan, he's but a he's DC over guy. it. Right, right, right. I think he's over it. He's a, he's a, he's DC. Uh, he does like he does like Batman a lot because mm. he's so dark, but I don't know. I just for me, first of all, let's start with the length of time. Hey Vaughn. Hey Vaughn. First of all, I was struggling to stay awake after the first hour. And Sounds let me like explain. a you problem. This movie is three hours long. Yeah, it's too long. It is a long film that at least an hour could have been cut from it. No. Nope. Not okay. at least an hour, at least 30 minutes. A whole hour. I would say I an would, hour and a half no, if you really want to fuck with it. Wow, dude. <laughs> There's four roses coming across oh, this motherfucking God. table. Welcome. <laughs> an hour wow. at least. First wow. of all, there it was three films in one. There was a sad drama at the Don't beginning. Disagree. The The time travel, time jump situation was a whole detective film. And then there was an Avengers finale, which I was... Classic. Classic Ooh. Avengers finale. I was just like, um, um, I couldn't wait to get there. And then when I got there, I was like, when are we leaving? So I just I just couldn't deal with it. Also, I was over the whole two minutes of women's lib they tried to throw in. What was the women's lib? The whole scene with um, Captain Marvel had the gauntlet. And they were like, uh, Thanos was like, who's going to help you? And all of the women, oh, female characters, we had the we all had, of the yeah, women the characters came in. Came in uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, Valkyrie, yeah. um, uh, all of the oh God. black people are gonna kill me. What's the <laughs> name of the <laughs> What's the name of the guard? Uh, black Panther's guard. Oh yeah, the major, the major, no. I'm not going to try. You know what I'm talking about. Um, I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember the unit's I name. I can't remember the unit's name. 
Anyway, deny showed up with her folks. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> then there was like, um, who else was there? Black Widow. Mm-hmm. No, not Black Widow. She did. No, she. Oh, spoiler alert. No, the, you, you. It's been out for fuck two weeks. You. You saw fuck it. You. If, if you, you did not fucking yeah. see this by now. Yeah. I went in on a Wednesday and this shit was still sold out. Yeah. So like. Not you, having it. If you didn't fucking see it, you didn't care. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that Black Widow, the other one, Red Widow, Scarlet. Scarlet Witch. She's a witch. Oh, yeah. V- Visions. Visions. Visions, fucking, Visions Bay. Yeah. She was the Red Witch, Red Scarlet. Mm-hmm. Um, her. Fucking everybody. Yeah. Every woman that was in this film. I. Came in. Fucking. And, dude, I have a mad crush on Captain Marvel, dude. I don't give a fuck really? what you say. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe before she when cut she her that, hair into that, that dyke haircut. When she got that butch cut though. Uh, I was like, I was like, you gonna tell me what to do, girl? I was just like, you gonna when, tell me what first to of do. all, you don't have time to come back to Earth on time. When did you go get that fucking haircut, dude? That's what happens when you're a cosmic being and you fucking fly through the sun for a shortcut, bruh. They might as well. That's just what say, happens. You get a blowout. A rainbow flag. You get a blowout because that's what was right? happening there. Between, I yeah. mean, Valkyrie get a is, is the, technically the the bisexual of the of the Marvel universe, mm. and Brie Larson, th- they've though. never even. Brie Larson. Brie Larson's cute, but coming in caliente. Come on, eh, coming in caliente. You're a mess. I mean, for the most part, I just thought it was a complete closure for film fans. This was a fans yeah. film. Yeah, they were doing a lot of ribbon tying. Right, a lot of ribbon tying of every single story that ever exists. Some things we even forgotten about. It was ridiculous for me. So I'll start with positive. Yes? Cute moments, positive <sighs> moments. Yeah. Fat Thor. Fat Thor was fucking great. And all the Lebowski, you know, inference they could stand. After a while, I was like, okay, I fucking get it. My, 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 rock, my, my Kiwi <laughs> rock man showed up. Yes, I thought of you the entire time. Yeah, playing a little And he was wearing... A Hawaiian shirt <laughs> that the director, whose name I'm not gonna try and pronounce, yeah, um, seems to always wear or something. Mm-hmm. I read something about that, so that worked. That 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 was nice, yeah. and I'm sure they it's used. Just, them. It's just become Taika Waititi's look. I'm it's aesthetic. I'm yeah. sure they used Taika's n- voice too. That yeah, was yeah. all him, right? Yeah, yeah no, that was everyone he, came back. That is his. That's his character. He that's always, his character. He's, he's like Stanley in the fact that he fucking puts himself into all his films. Right. So he, no like one could do that Tarantino, without him. You know? yeah. But it, it was good. I, I thought that was cute. That whole thing when when Tony Stark said, hey Lebowski, get out the way. Like, yeah. you know, all that was cute. <laughs> that part was cute. Other yeah. thing I thought was Fat cute. Fat Thor was great. Um, There's so many good memes about Fat Thor too. Is it? I have to, yeah. I'm going to have to no, look No, the memes up. are great. Like some classics of, there'll be like screenshots of like women on Twitter with a shot of like ripped Thor from a previous <laughs> film being like being like this is the fucking main reason I'm going back for this film right and then someone responds like yo who's gonna tell her you know uh, just tons of shit like that I feel like I could see a meme saying a picture of Thor as he was and then fat Thor and then saying Thor and me <laughs> <laughs> Because that's really like that's expectation versus reality. Right, right, right. Expectation right. versus yeah, reality. Yeah, yeah. It's that whole thing. Other thing that I thought was pretty cool was um, um, Professor Hulk. Pro, dude, hipster Hulk. That was pretty. Hipster funny. Hulk on that Starbucks shit. Also man. with his clothes yeah. was hysterical. The scene in the diner was pretty funny. Um, when they travel back in time and they see um, old Thor. 
Yeah. I mean, old Thor. Old, old Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. And they said to him, well, you should probably throw some things around. And he yeah. threw things around ah. half-hassedly. <laughs> ah. Ah. Smashed the car. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> threw a bike. Ah. Ah. <laughs> I was just like, oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> it was that part was funny. The pictures at the diner. Hey, you want pictures? No, yeah. I, no, no one knows you. No, no. Are you <laughs> sure, with, man? With Ant Man. Just like, do it. You sure? No, they don't know you. <laughs> so that was funny. And then the heartwarming scenes, which were uber fucking cute, were Tony and his daughter. Mm. Those were really cute scenes. They yep. even included that all the way up into the end. So was it Love You 3000? Yeah, Love that You was 3000. Really cool. That was yeah. really cute. So I thought that those were interesting moments. That's the end. <laughs> now, shall, shall I persist with this? So what <laughs> T and I discussed was she's <laughs> going to start ripping holes in the fabric of the universe and yes. I was going to patch them over. Yes. Or try to. Yes. Or just like fake news it till I die. Yes, know? yes. Okay, are we ready? Yep. Okay, number question number one. The therapy scene in the ruins of New York. Um, <laughs> I thought I was like, I thought, I thought we were like watching um, fucking Fight Club or something. Yeah, it was like, what? It's like, yeah. Yeah, it was like, so they had this whole group, and I was just like, why is Captain Marvel running a group? Captain America. Captain America, sorry. It's too many captains. Uh, why is Captain America running a group? Don't understand. Is he a therapist now? Is he just like in the midst? I don't get it. And then the one guy that really spoke was this gay guy. I don't know how in New York, in the ruins of New York, you managed to find another gay guy that's interested in dating you as you both cry miserably throughout dinner um, when we could barely find one in healthy New York. <laughs> so good luck to like how you found that. I can't, I can't patch over that one. I, I, I mean, I'm hoping one, one of the brothers are gay and wanted some representation because <laughs> I just, why a gay guy? Why anybody dating anyone at that point? I guess. I don't know. Well, you got to rebuild half of civilization. I, I mean, you ain't building it with gay guys. <laughs> First of all, you got to find gotta a be woman. A lot of, there's got to be a lot of orphans, though. Think about it. Uh, you need yeah. to adopt. But where's, okay, so where's the sh- where's the structure for adopting, for adoption? Where's that? Well, half that the adoption agency <laughs> would be left. Was anybody ready? I mean, half the orphanage would be left at you that just, point. No, at that point, you're just picking kids up off the street. It's uh, like, I'm going to look after you now. You just, all hands, man. N- none you of just, this. In that type none of environment, none you, of this just sounds gotta, pleasant. you just got to fucking do uh, the right thing. I'm saddened by it all. Spike Lee, do the right thing. <laughs> Like whales in the Hudson and all that good jazz. Whale, yeah, man. What a fucking what a eco terrorist <laughs> message they were sending. Yeah. Like yeah, wow. Like it's really bad, but it's well, really bad. But like wow, like all this life's Today coming I back. I saw like whales in the Hudson. Like I am legend. Like <laughs> like deers on Forty Second Street. I was like, is fucking Al Gore uh, EP on this? Yeah, role? I was like, like what? what are we doing here? Okay, I don't making I, the case for eugenics. I don't care eugenics. why we're, why this we're some, talking about This is some Alex that. Jones yeah, conspiracy like, theory shit. Who cares? I was like, what are we talking about? Like, why are you so fucking sad? Stop it! I can't do this anymore. Okay, so um, let's see. I think I fast forward a bit, and we'll jump into. Why is Sam Wilson now Captain America, and how can he be since he is a human with no superpowers? He just has wings. You mean? Um, is his name Sam Wilson? 
What's the character's name? Right, right. That's what I'm talking about. No, no. But what's the actor's name? Oh, um, um, um. Why am I um, fucking blanking on this? That's the black guy. It was like Don Cheadle. Don, not Don Cheadle. Don yeah. Cheadle. Don no, Cheadle. Don is Rhodes. Um, we're talking. No, Don Cheadle is meant to be the next Captain America. Right, but Don Cheadle is Rhodes. Captain America gave his his shield to Sam Wilson, his friend, played by Anthony Mackie. Oh. Did he really? Yeah, he gave it to him at the end of the film. Oh, I thought... I when thought he came back as old Captain America. Yeah, that didn't This spoil is all over the place. If you didn't watch this, I, I, did, I just don't yeah. care. I'm sorry. I apologize, but I don't care. It's right, been out for it, weeks. Oh, he gave it to Anthony Mackie. Yeah, he gave it to Anthony Mackie. But I said, what sense does that make? Because he doesn't have the strength you have because you are superhuman now. He's going to have to get on those fucking roids, dude. Yeah, roids. Roids are not going to fucking fight a Thanos. Dude. <laughs> Captain America got the fucking turbo roids from yeah. the 40s. You think they right. even got the the, tw- the 2020? It's called Superhuman. The 2020 version? Of Sup- superhuman. So now he has to submit himself to, oh, wait, there is no Stark Industries without Tony Stark, no? Who's did, you take- just, did you just give the ultimate? <laughs> I'm just saying. First of all, <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow is going to fucking take over Stark Industries. Oh, yeah. She's going to start selling... Really she's simple. Enough. She's going to start selling simple technology she's on Goop enough. for three thousand dollars. She's smart enough. A piece. No, this you is know. no. None of this works. Next question. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly don't know how that's going to yeah. work, but I was crunk for it anyway. I, I was know like, you were. I was just like, give him the shot. When give him he an gave it to him, I was like, America's about opportunity. I was like, but he's human, right? But yeah. America is about opportunity. <laughs> We have the technology. He can't take a punch to the chest by Thor. How is he going to... That shield's not going to help him? Yeah. I mean, don't even get me started on the shield. You brought it back he's gonna have the shield to work, was ruined? He's going to have to work with Black Panther. And <laughs> yeah. he's going to have to get all that vibranium all tech. All way in Wakanda. At least he is black. So he's be... They're more <laughs> open to working with him. I Stark guess. Stark was, you know, Captain America's a little too vanilla pie. Yeah. You know? And so they're not... I mean, they helped um, Bucky, so... Yeah, why did they help Bucky? And Captain America brought him to Wakanda and asked them to help Bucky. Why Why would they help Bucky? I don't know. And I don't know what relationship. Oh, no, remember they have a relationship from before. Captain America and Black Panther. Remember they were fighting against um, Stark in um, Civil War. Civil War, thank you. Yes. Um, okay, next question. Why does Captain America mm-hmm. arrive at the bench Instead of at that sort of time travel ledge. So this is a, this is a pretty solid plot hole, and I'll yeah. explain it. So okay. I'll explain it as best as I can. I've I've had <laughs> a f- only a quarter of the vi- of the amount of bourbon that Vaughn would have drunk at yes. this point. You got um, this, but I'm feeling it. So oh, I'm sure. Okay, so the way they explain time travel, and I'll try to just explain it, not mansplain it. Yes, please. <laughs> is they say that you can't, uh, and this is a, it's actually a pretty good scene. I appreciated how they explained it. And this was with um, the robot chick from Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. I'm forgetting everyone. Nebula. Fuck, Nebula. Yeah. And it was Nebula and uh, Hipster Hulk, right? Hipster Professor Hulk. Hulk. Professor Hulk, yes. Um, and what they said was you can't, if you go back in time and change something in the past, that will not simply change that will not change your present right so it's like if i go back and remove hitler right like kill hitler before the war right that doesn't mean that hitler doesn't exist in my time because my timeline is set all it means is 
there will be a, uh, a new timeline has been created in the universe of dimensions and mm-hmm. time as a dimension and multiple time dimensions, right? Right. So you would have to have the ability to go to the dimension where Hitler is dead. Right. But that's a different dimension that you have to access through some right. quantum tunnel, right? Okay. So you can't just alter your own timeline. Right. That's the, the main thing. So what they can do, though, is go back in time to their own dimension, find things that they need, which would be the Infinity Stones. Okay. Bring them back to their time and alter their dimension in the present. Gotcha. Which is what they did do. Now, the issue with Captain America going back in time, mm-hmm. he goes back in time in their dimension, right? right? He doesn't join another dimension, another timeline. Okay. So if he goes back in time to their dimension, mm-hmm. he's under ice Okay. when he goes back in time. Like, he's he's crashed into the ice after battling, after the first Captain America movie, right? Right. He lands in the fucking, he gets frozen. For like 50 fucking years and doesn't come back until Avengers. Is it Avengers 1 is Mm -hmm. when he gets uncovered, whatever the fuck, right? Mm -hmm. So the issue with that is he's under ice that entire time. And he just goes back and lives his life. But he's altered that dimension at that point. But he's totally altered that dimension. Which means that he's he's created a new timeline. Right. Which means that he would not show up in that current timeline right that he just left right but he's also so that would explain a couple other questions he would because he's created a new timeline he would thus have eliminated his girlfriend peggy's family because originally she had kids and a husband yep so there they disappear they would have disappeared in that in that timeline so i guess they did because when he shows up old at the bench but that could have knock-on effects right that could have knock-on effects in that. But that's the thing. He could not show up in their dimension. He couldn't because... He showed up in some dimension because he's obviously hugging her and they, they kind of show you a little bit of his no, no, life. No, no, no. I mean, when he's old... Okay, he, I see what you're They would not be standing there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he goes back in time yeah, and he lives would, his full life so to become 90 years old. Him sitting on the bench is useless. No, him that, sitting that on the bench happen. is not possible, not possible in the time That's travel what I'm situation they That's created. That's why I was like, but they saw him. And so that, so so we invalidated that little. We invalidated that. that that's <laughs> not, that could not. Now. I would assume that explains the new shield as well. I don't know. what Because he, he had a new shield and he gave it to Sam Wilson. Oh, but right. his shield was destroyed by Thanos. Yeah, I don't know how he got the shield. Yeah, neither do I. Where he got the shield? I mean, maybe from. he could have went back because the shield time. got fucking bare. I mean, maybe Shield he had could, another shield. That's what I'm saying. He could have went back in time and asked Stark to recreate a shield for him, not Tony, his father. This is true. So maybe, but yeah. eh, all right. So we got. But that means he did none of the hero saving. He did none of the. He hero just decided saving. to live a normal life. He decided Which to live a normal. Life. I loved the sentiment of that happening, and I, I didn't. So. I didn't give a shit that it didn't make sense. I was just like, what? And how'd you get a new shield? But anyway, okay, so we'll move on. Yeah. Um, I already mentioned the die cut. There was no need for that. Um, 
of Captain Marvel. Uh, Brie, Brie Larson could do no wrong. Dude. She, she could do no wrong, but there was just no need for that cut. She could have had hair. Mm. Um, it's kind of mm. like it's kind of like a Tyler Perry movie. Why does Boris Kojo need an afro? The man is naturally bald. He couldn't be a bus driver with an bald head. I don't want to peel back that. Idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving it's forward. It's out of my scope. Um, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> the, if Vaughn was here, he would agree. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so also, how could Captain America pick up Thor's hammer when originally he could just move it a little bit in previous film? I fucking love that part. And they love it. And I the whole audience cheered. I love that part. I fucking screamed my face off. And Thor off. was like, oh, I knew it. Yeah, he, I loved it. No it's explanation. Like, you are... <laughs> Fucking worthy. You're goddamn right you're worthy, I Captain guess you're worthy. America. I guess you're so right. worthy. He wielded that fucking hammer like a champ. And it was just so fucking awesome. It was right. so awesome. Because he's such a set upon he's like Captain America's like a fucking martyr. He's I like guess. American Jesus. Yeah. Tell me that Captain America is not a metaphor for American Jesus. America white Jesus. Because <laughs> you knew I was gonna go there. <laughs> Look, the power structures are such that American <laughs> Jesus is implied as American white Jesus. All right, I'm sorry. It's okay. The I white man has to rule I was in this to, in this universe. I was waiting to see your voice. Your, so your gonna, face change. That's gonna happen. That's gonna happen. <laughs> I knew your face would change. Okay, I'll let you off the hook. Okay, next question. I don't feel qualified to announce an it's American okay. black Jesus. I understand you know? that, but I feel good about Captain America. <laughs> okay, so next question is. Why, I'm almost done. Why didn't they go back for more pin particles in the first place? Um, then this way they could make more jumps as needed. But they did go back and get more pin particles. Yeah, but initially. Oh, you mean they they had no. You initially, know he was like, I have two left. That's bad mission planning. They should have just sent him to go get more pin particles. That is bad mission planning. Right. Instead of doing this whole second film. <laughs> as a As a producer. Yeah. In the creative industries. Right. That is poor planning. Absolutely poor planning. You have planning. no redundancies. Right. As, as a cinematographer. You always need 50%. understands. Need an extra 30 to 50%. <laughs> None of that should have happened. No. So essentially, we could have whittled down a half an hour out of that centerpiece because there was no need for all that. There's a lot of yeah, things that didn't need. That's fair enough. Yeah. The, the whole PIM, retrieving PIM. You know, you know yeah. what I did like about that, though? What? Is I think what they were trying to communicate was how they, in the pursuit of getting the pim particles, mm -hmm. um, how easy it was for them to start like fucking everything up. Fucking everything up. Captain America versus Captain America. Exactly. Tony and his daddy. Uh, what was the other one? Someone else did something. Like uh, they were, they were trying to kind of like. I don't know, genre bend, storyline bend, the they, whole universe. And they literally could have left that out because they were like, they were solving things that didn't need really need to be solved. They weren't problems to solve. No, it was, they weren't problems it, it to solve. It was like indulgent fan cinema. Indulgent fan cinema, nuances, uh, uh, reminiscent times, all that. Like, there was no, they just showed it to show it, like you said, indulgent fan cinema. Okay, next, I'm almost done. Wait, wait, wait but I need some okay. beer. Why didn't I need some beer? Oh, I need some beer. This is for you. I need some beer. Vaughn would be so mad at us for pausing to pausing, get some. Pausing, pouring. I need you to tip, fucking tip, pour it for tip me. Tip your, your glass. 
It's an aggressive paw. It's a lot of head. It's supposed to be that way. I'm it's surprised. not that much head I'm at all. I'm surprised from you. No, no, no. That's a nice amount of head. I'm surprised. Listen, quite honestly, you're actually supposed to have a little bit of head in your beer because that's where the flavor begins. Will you be mad at me if I put ice in my beer? Absolutely, but go ahead and do it because my brother does. It's just a little warm. I don't want <laughs> it to okay. cool off. Really and I don't like China Buck that much, so a little water really in it would do it some justice. I guess so. Oof, I just that. pissed off Texas. That's uh, okay. That's all right. Don't worry about They're already mad. All right. Next question. Why didn't Gamora turn into dust when Thanos did? By the way, I'm what? putting on the thing that spoilers exist within this Right, episode. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Breaking it On open. every single That's thing. why we took fucking... Uh, two two weeks. weeks to talk about it. So, like, uh, fuck you. Fuck you if you didn't see it. <laughs> anyway, why didn't she turn into dust when Thanos and his entire army did? You have to walk me through that. I missed that. Okay, point. so remember. Why would she have done that? She came through with Thanos and Nebula mm-hmm. because Nebula came through when she disguised herself. As new as new Nebula, she was old. Old Nebula switched yeah, places yeah, with yeah, new yeah. Nebula. Yep, 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 came yep. through, fucked with it, brought him through, and then destroyed the time traveling thingy. Yeah. Um. And so when they came through, then Thanos was back, and as was Gamora, because it's old Gamora. Right? Yep. And so, um. Anyway. Did old Nebula fingers, and fingers Nebula. were snapped. Yeah. With the with the new gauntlet and all of Thanos' army turned to dust except mm-hmm. for her. Don't understand. That was bad, Nebula. Um, no, we're not talking about Nebula. We're talking about Gamora. But why would Gamora get turned to dust? She came through with them. She's with him. That's was their she? whole clique. Oh. Only thing no, I can she think. She became good though. She became. Only the thing good I side. can think of is the snap if was for all of his. Bad intention. That's what I'm saying. That's the only thing I can think of is if the snap was for all his, everyone who was on Thanos' side. Yes, on his side. So that's why she got to stay. Yeah. Because the new Nebula, I mean, new present Nebula was there also. Once she kissed, once, is his name Peter? I, I didn't watch the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. When he kisses Gamora, she punches him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, ugh. Him? She's like, I'm supposed to love him. Ah, and and present Nebula was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> terrible choice. All right, so all right, so one last question. Yep. Um, how did they make a gauntlet when only mystical dwarfs could make it before? I thought that is a very good point. Yes, because Stark. And and the the only explanation is just right. like, oh, that Stark. Right, because all that got destroyed. With Tyrion <laughs> in tow. Yeah, Tyrion <laughs> Lannister became a oversized dwarf, dwarven um, metalsmith metal in smith. space. Mystical metalsmith. A mystical metalsmith right. in space. Right. That's a mouthful. And so... Hmm. And only he could forge... Because they literally used the power of the sun yes. to melt that steel. And Thor had to force the doors open. Yeah. Yeah. Burn yeah. himself so like how did Stark just create How did he just gauntlet? magically create it with uh, the only reason Jarvis is like, or whoever yeah, the new chick was The only thing I can think of is that Because like he's Tony Stark So he just does things He just does things There should be an Instagram account called Tony Stark doing things Yeah 
They should and be. it's like impossible technology that impossible just technology is explained away that only because he of his, and his existence. daddy can do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for coming to my TED talk because that was yeah. it for me. <laughs> I mean, I had more, but I thought, why yeah. take up so much time? So the one, the main, the main little like eh, that I had about it was um, the final battle at the end, which you said is kind of the third film. Yes. Um, absolutely. The how Thanos's army showed up in the pr- how like old Thanos's army mm-hmm. showed up in the present mm-hmm. cuz i know that Thanos came through to the present he came through right she brought him through but his yeah. army then disappeared just fucking appeared right like and his army in the present right doesn't exist because yeah. his army in the present is gone is gone because it was destroyed in the first avengers film right. which means that Thanos of the past, who came to the present right. by evil Nebula, right. right? That means he had to reach back to his present, right? Which is like ten years before or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then time travel them forward to that present, right? Assuming that he somehow created the technology to do so, right? So his army showing up in the present, not working, is just not working. Holes. Big holes. Holes. It's about as big as the holes that yeah. Doctor Strange was making. Mm-hmm. Because people. then what happens is when everyone gets unsnapped, yes. spoiler alert, spoiler own, own the spoiler. <laughs> this entire episode is spoiler. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, when everyone gets unsnapped, it's like their memory just gets restored to when they were pre-snap. Right. And somehow Strange, who knew, who saw this happening... Strange somehow just like was like, oh, I'm unsnapped. <laughs> okay, let me get my whole crew and tell them to tell everyone to show up. Okay. It was just a bit like, is that how it would go down? Is that how it goes? Is down? that how? Because if we unsnapped everyone in the current tense, mm-hmm. would they like? Did their memories just get no, restored? None of this, none of I don't know. Really. It was just it was like a lot of this, a lot of set holes. I didn't give a fuck at the time. I know because you guys are just because it's, too, it's fans because it's well I because that battle the third film had to happen. Yeah, of course. That final battle That's scene, I was screaming my fucking face off. That's that was the Battle of New York and Avengers one. Yeah, fucking everyone was there just waiting. Oh my to God. So, I guess we're gonna say this. Yeah. If you hadn't seen Avengers by now, yep. shame on you. Shame on you. For even listening to this right now, knowing that you hadn't seen it. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a also, bad move on we're your glad part. you're here. But, we're glad you're here. Thank you. But, you know, you should have done your homework. Um, in this case, anyway, because mm-hmm. normally we don't spoil. But, um, yes, if you are a fan of Avengers, mm. go and see it and judge for yourself. It's a hell of a fun movie. You're going to get bored in a couple moments for sure. Right. But there are some really great moments. Yes. Very touching moments. Um, there's some absolutely diabolically satisfying battle scenes. Right. And a little bit overly tied off absolutely. story arcs. I say so fill up on snacks decide, and yeah. uh, Bring stay awake. some motherfucking... <laughs> Get the popcorn and the chocolate. The right? popcorn and the chocolate and yeah. some soda. Yeah. Maybe throw a Red Bull and, if and, you're a sleepy and, and person. And if you're a fucking uh, AMC <laughs> Stubbs A-list, which yeah. I am now. Yeah, good for yeah. you. What's up? Yeah. Good job. Good job. Upgrade for free. Get that large popcorn and fries. Yo, shout popcorn. out to at AMC Films. Absolutely. Films. Shout out to AMC <laughs> A-list because we fucking love you. Yeah. Um, also, if you have AM- AMC A-list, please upgrade to the Dolby 
cinema theater mm. as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can feel the seats vibrate um and fun. see the extra crisper better viewing screen i guess is the word so out of do we do out of five is it out of five yeah we do out of five god what's a three good that would be your lowest rating yet. I think I'm gonna. Ha- I've not if seen three is a three. good, I'm gonna go two. Three is good. Three is good, but it's your. I've seen you give a fucking four to some pretty terrible. Two, films. two and a half, two, two and a half. I'm gonna give. You're it, going like straight down the middle. Infinity average. War was like a four. Infinity War was pretty lit. But that chase, was, that chase Black Panther, ex- uh, that was, and you had like sexy, Black Panther bearded was a five, Captain America. I'm black. <laughs> <sighs> wow. Okay. Didn't know that, Tawana. Thanks. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> I'm just got the honestly, white devil sitting across I, from you. I could have <laughs> put you in New Zealand, so you're you're okay. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, <laughs> no, no. I could I could have not seen this and still <sighs> been okay with my life. I would so have mad. not. I had to force myself to even go see it in the middle of the week because it's so long. Okay. I couldn't find any show. Right, I got it. I don't need any more commentary. <laughs> Haterade. Two go and a half. And Are you fucking two and a half for go real? Go ahead and give your five. Are you two and a half? I'm, I'm dead ass. <laughs> New York dead ass serious. Method. Wow. Unfacts. No caps. Not into it. Mm, um, I love the film. <laughs> I'm not going to give it a five um, because it did have some pretty significant plot holes and it was too long. Tawana's just trying to fucking trigger me by saying it could have been <laughs> cut down by 90 minutes. I'm like, this was not a nine. This was not an episode of Game of Thrones. It can't be that short. Uh, um, I mean, Game of Thrones did it. No, I give it a <laughs> solid four. I give it a rock. Right. I give I it a rock, sol- a rock hard four out of mm. five. Okay. I did like Infinity War more. <laughs> Way more I thought Captain America or Gorilla with a fucking beard and fucking shit up was also dope. also they managed to blend all those worlds mm. and the emotion from several different continents and several different stories together to the point that we weren't like insanely bored for the first hour mm. or also like feeling such separate views separate feelings separate themes throughout the film it, it was a unified it- film and Thanos was just am- like yeah, Thanos was amazing. Thanos was amazing. They managed to bridge so many worlds. When I tell you, they went from Europe in Vision mm. and Scarlet, the Scarlet Witch, mm-hmm. um, whatever, yeah. um, <laughs> all the way until Wakanda yeah. and that epic battle scene. Yeah, that was awesome. I mean. How do you go so far and then you fail? I feel like nah, the Russos, the, the Russos, la- the battle scene, the battle scene, the, the battle, battle scene was good. I'll was give them that. Fucking epic. But they and threw in all this little shit. Alert, yeah. Triple spoiler alert. Captain America, you are fucking worthy, dude. <laughs> you are. You I guess you're are worthy. worthy. I could care you less about that. Worthy. I mean, I, I screamed, dude, when he picked that hammer up so and started doing work. And I cheered. was like. Oh, as he and Thor were back to back, and American Thor had Jesus. now has yeah American Jesus. <laughs> As Thor, Thor was more American Jesus than, <laughs> than he was. Guy. He was real American. He, he was, was Southern real. Jesus. He he was Southern <laughs> Jesus with his braided beard. It's just yeah, crazy. His braided but beard, and his big belly. His big belly, even under a, a solid <sighs> uniform. Oh my God. 
I mean, they did a good job anyway, with that. Anyway, but anyway, we can't drag on. We got to move on. We got to move on. We got to move on to I'm a little Zac Efron. <laughs> Tawana, is that, give me that intro. Is that is that your your bars? Those are my bars. <laughs> <laughs> All <laughs> right, extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. Boom. Directed by everybody's favorite uh, documentarian, mm. Joe Berlinger, who's done. Berlinger. Yeah, probably. Who's done a number of films. First of all, if you've ever spent any time in any sort of film history 101 class, you know this guy because the first thing they teach you is Paradise Lost, uh, Mm. Brothers Keeper. uh, He did the Metallica doc, uh, Some Kind of Monster. Killing it. Um, And then, you know, jump into us. Or rather, also he did Conversations with a Killer which is the Ted Bundy tapes that is also on Netflix. Yep. Uh, which came out right before this guy. And so then he, he jumped into a little uh, non-fiction, or oh, fiction rather, I'm sorry, with Book of Shadows, which was like the second Blair Witch and Devil's Knot, and then on to Extremely Wicked. Um, Extremely Wicked. I don't like the synopsis they're giving me, but I'll do it, <laughs> you know. It's it's a courtroom frenzy ensues and sweeps 1970s America when a young single mother reluctantly tips the uh, tension of a widespread manhunt toward our long-term boyfriend, toward her long-term boyfriend, Ted Bundy. Essentially, it's a single mom that falls in love with Ted Bundy and is essentially the only one that doesn't die. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Actually. Actually, right? Um... Acted by, uh, let's see, who stars in it? Uh, Lily Collins, Zac yeah. Efron. Yeah. Um, Angela Sarayan? I didn't know she had an F in her name. Uh, uh, let's see, S- several others. I'm trying to think of anybody else who's really good in it. Um, what? Well, you had uh, Behind the Bench? Yeah. Oh, John Malkovich. Yeah, John Malkovich of is the judge. Jeffrey Donovan. Um, who was the the lead counsel? Who was for the lead Dead counsel? Bundy. Oh, we can't forget Haley Joel Osment. Mm-hmm. I see dead people. Yep. who looks nothing like himself. He looks like mm. a dwarf, a fat dwarf. Now. He is <laughs> no offense to little people. Some chubby loving, but he looks on. he looks like he was some in Avengers. Chubby, <laughs> like, yeah, he was on that Thor <laughs> diet, dude. He's on that Thor depression diet. Right, oh, he looks yeah. just like that. So also, um, we'll talk about cinematography. Uh, Brendan Trost uh, it was very valid Brendan Trost is an American cinematographer uh, who's done another other films This Is The End Neighbors The Disaster Artist oh he did This Is The End uh-huh. mm. um, uh huh Crank I only watched half of Disaster Artist did uh, we review that no we didn't we didn't right no mm. I, I only not, watched not part awesome. of Crank too he did Rushmore like, Crank you fucking Crank Oh, I did part of Crank. Oof. It was it was horrendous. I feel like you had to drink Monster and be Kyle. <laughs> you had to be a monster. You pretty much did. Yeah. Only I, Kyles who drank Monster fucking <laughs> watch Crank. It, my God. That was a tough movie. But anyway, this film. This film. Give me the umbrella. Uh, the umbrella. Mm, okay. I thought Double you liked life. it. I liked it. I'm just trying to think in my mind based on notes. And We're looking for nuance. Um, the nuance of it, the mm. double life of serial killer Ted Bundy. As yep. told from his girlfriend. 
actual girlfriend. Yes. Um, I think this was an excellent film for Netflix. I thought excellent. it was a great Netflix yeah. film. It's kind of one of those, it's one of those movies that's going to, it, it has legs, right? Because mm-hmm. people are just going to talk about it. Oh, yeah. Um, my coworker watched it. And was kind of saying how she's like, oh, dude, this, she's like, you've got to, she's like, you've got to get on this film because it, uh, I mean, it was already on my schedule to watch for reviewing anyway, but she saw it and she just brought it up and said, "Um, yeah, dude, it's fucked up. Like Ted Bundy's this kind of meme for someone who's like extraordinarily evil and disgusting and fucked up. Oh yeah. But she's like, I left the film being like, was he guilty? You know? So because well, they, they put such a human perspective on it. They give him such a human perspective because it's through the eyes of the girlfriend. Exactly. It's through yeah. the eyes of the girlfriend. So it's what you, what she sees what she of, saw him, of him, which was uh, a family man. A sweet, honest a sweet, family guy yep. that took in her, not even took in, but accepted her and her child, yes. which I'm sure in the 70s couldn't have been easy being a single mother. Dude, I mean. Because it's not easy now. I was raised by a single mother. <laughs> Me and too. I mean, shit. In a single day. You're going to be, yeah, you're going to be, I can only imagine, especially back in those days, when a guy wants to put time and attention onto you and your family, into you and your child. You take them in immediately. You you just, you don't, you're going to let some shit slide, including multiple homicide. Yeah. She, she, she have no idea, but like, you know, I think you're really going to just like say, damn. But then, you know, no spoilers on this one, but then uh, you, we eventually find out why she was truly so hooked. But yes, so it's it gets revealed later yeah, on why she why on. she's carrying around a why, lot of burden, a bit of a burden when, in 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 terms of Ted. Yeah, but let's say this: Efron did an amazing job. I thought his performance was perfectly creepy and and amazing. He nailed it. He nailed it. Efron nailed it. At the end of the film, when the credits roll, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, they show footage mm-hmm. of Ted. The historical footage. Historical of footage of Ted in in relation to scenes that we'd previously seen in the film. And he was pretty spot on. I mean, he's inherently more charming and more acted. Yes. So I felt, you know, but because but, he just can't help himself. Like, Zac right. Efron is... One of the best looking dudes that could have laid this <laughs> on the fucking planet, man. He was perfectly made for this. He's, he's kind of a shorter guy, too. He's not a tall man. What it, what it made, and yeah, it like what it, really what it, worked. What it told for me was he, like, there's a couple of things going on here, right? There's mm-hmm. like in the in in his day, Ted Bundy was dreamy and women were obsessed with him, yes, right? But what I realize is. You know, standards change, tastes change over time. So Efron was perfect to play Ted Bundy now for Absolutely. a modern audience because Absolutely. Zach, imagine imagine a serial killer that looks like Zach Efron today. Yeah. People would be like, I don't, this is like, I was watching this with my fiance right. and it was like, why is this? Like, why are people obsessed with him? Why she she was like disgusted by it. She's like, yeah. "What the fuck is wrong with these women?" But However, they don't, they don't see that. But my thing was, I said, "Please put yourself in the. Imagine if right. he was the Zac Efron of his day. Right. Imagine if Zac fucking Efron started murdering people. Started murdering people. 
are you telling me that like there would not be the same right. shit? It's just it's just different standards. Well, what we were saying earlier was in comparison. Look at Bill Cosby or R. Kelly. Yes. Right. Pretty yep. unbelievable that R. That Bill Cosby would have done the things he's accused of. Mm-hmm. Right. And pretty unbelievable that R. Kelly, this guy who was a sex god and, and, and made all these great songs that everyone danced to. Everyone mm-hmm. loved R. Kelly's music. Mm-hmm. He was synonymous with fun, summer, just good vibes. Good vibes only. Right. And then you find out he's a fucking. I, I, he's not, a sexual predator. He's a sexual predator. I was about to say murderer, but we haven't. Really <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Who knows? No, no. Oh. He's plenty bad without he's being. He's plenty a bad without being a murderer. And Bill Cosby <laughs> was two seconds from drugging. He was drugging everyone and then fucking them, which was weird. So you can't say the pudding pop Cosby dad and and this sex god would have been the guys that they are, but women still are defending them, especially R. Kelly, and in R. Kelly's response response oh right response in r kelly's respect i'm sorry um just like bundy had women were trying to jump on board Mm -hmm. to defend him and still are to this day um and and create space for him to still exist in the world in which he's created so it's not it's not for me it's not so far-fetched to understand these women falling for ted bundy in this charismatic way though for me when we saw the original footage at the end i was like oh my god he's so fucking creepy look at so his creepy. eyes yeah 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 yeah. because he didn't have zach efron's like endearment no but zach efron had those eyes he, he did, did the, eyes, the eyes and he had was, the fucking eyes there were some so great scenes. creepy they, they stare right through your soul and i think <laughs> that was the when t and i were talking about this before the show yeah that was the primary thing that we pulled from it was mm-hmm. this kind of like handsome celebrity worship right that that's the that's the cultural takeaway exactly for me and for us and this one was if you were good looking mm-hmm. and it's not just a white privilege thing it was no. a, it's a white privilege thing for him in that time for him in that time it was in the 70s but what as like Tawana mentioned R. Kelly it's within any cultural or societal group yes when you idolize uh, when you idolize anyone and you hold them to a higher standard, oh, yeah. when you feel like your group is being attacked, when your when your yeah. niche your niche is yeah. being attacked, you'll circle those wagons and you'll defend some pretty yeah. horrific people, right? Um, because you feel some kind of love or you owe them right. something or something like that, right? right? I mean, the same thing happened with um, his name was Jimmy Savile. Okay. In the UK, very, very famous. He was basically the Bill Cosby of Britain. Okay. And he ended up doing a lot of fucking terrible things to kids. Wow. But he was this idolized legend. Right. Legend of child's TV. Right. And he was, yeah, he was like molesting and raping children. Right. Um, within his, uh, That's you know. Horrible. Now, Cosby is not alleged to do that. No, he's alleged to... But he's alleged. Well, he's prosecuted. He is prosecuted for and, and for, alleged for women for for taking children. his trust. Yeah, and um and using his trust of mm-hmm. the father figure, right? Yes, and luring women into this drug state and thus raping them while they were unconscious. And R. Kelly is alleged to like essentially now creating a cult like existence with with his. 
I know. I see. I see. I see people who I respect online with like free R. Kelly. No, that's bullshit. And I'm like, because what no. I was saying to you fucking earlier, no, was I understand I was like, free the women who were fucking abused by right. him, who were fucking held captive. I'm by like, him. oh really? You're super fucking progressive, but right. believe all women, but you don't believe those women. But you don't believe those women just because right. they're black. Just because they're black. Fuck right. you. And so hypocrisy. That, that is what I was saying to you earlier. Was that when we think about this in terms of the black community, aside, right, from everyone else. Um, in cases like OJ and Cosby and R. Kelly, mm -hmm. I understand um, what our lineage, what our history has been in this country as black Americans, um, getting oppressed and being oppressed still to this day in certain in, 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 in aspects. And then and then seeing someone who was a hero, who has been successful, who has he was gone past the places that we thought we could go and then still revering them and still holding them to this higher standard when we should, oh, Michael Jackson, when we should mm -hmm. be um, making them accountable for their actions because they are still humans. And as a culture, we should be saying, listen, we you still are human and you still must pay. R R Kelly, in a, this example, right, mm -hmm. is hurting us. He's raping our own children. So it's just like, why wouldn't we stand up? So the people who are saying, oh, this is the man trying to get us down is a conspiracy. No, it's not a fucking conspiracy. This guy is raping people that are like your niece. So we should say something. Circling the wagons is important. Yes. But you need a fucking clean house. You need a clean house. You have to clean We house. can't protect them just because they're black. They did something. I, I, I am on board with every single thing you are saying about said man. Yeah. <laughs> trust me, I am black, I am a woman, and I'm a lesbian. So trust me, I've felt this thing. But what I'm saying to you is we cannot hide the wolf in the hen house. Mm -hmm. We have to say, he's killing fucking hens in this bitch. Yep. Kick him the fuck out. He doesn't get to show up here anymore. And he mm -hmm. has to be held accountable. So so is such with with Ted Bundy, you know. It's the it's the, the, it's, the women, I, it's the idol worship, right? right? They that's were what we idol worshiping him. It was him. This idol worship, and in 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 the guise of this romantic figure, but really he was a wolf in sheep's clothing, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, Charismatic, endearing. Um, that's what the judge said. Yeah, that like you know, serial wince. killers do not descend; they do not emerge from the darkness with bared teeth and saliva dripping. Mm-hmm. They are your neighbor. They are your neighbor. They are you. Right. They are a sibling. I mean, he, he essentially, this man was severely insane. He was essentially hunting women while still on trial, while he was in the papers, while he was in the run. He On the run, he never stopped his behavior. Never. Um, and people looked the other way with it. Um he was cool-headed and engaging and charming to some and yet murderous and scary to others. Mm -hmm. It was really just what your perspective was. And so that was the gist of the... It was a very interesting take, I think. I love the blend of news footage and current life, mm -hmm. how they sort of flash back and forth. Uh, I thought that was all very interesting. They used real... The other thing is often in these movies when they do recreations, they'll recreate like news bulletins. Right. But they'll recreate them with the actor's face. Yes. 
in this one, whenever they showed TV footage, mm. they showed the actual footage mm-hmm. with actual Bundy's actual face. Right, right, right. Which and was only on a few moments, but I was right. like, I appreciated that they did that. Me too. I mean, Joe Berlinger is such um, a proponent of like history right. and really, really is about, he's had his history of doing like murder mysteries and unsolved murder mm-hmm dramas uh, non-fiction but still dramas nonetheless um he's he's epic in that sense so i wasn't surprised that he put that in there like he wanted to tell a true a true crime story He always wants to tell a true crime story he's even if he has actors dedicated to it Mm -hmm. it's 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 odd but it's it's true i mean i thought they did they did a really good job i like the fact that they use this like Real true classical 70s soundtrack. It was actually yeah. pretty good. Yeah, it was great. I was like, ooh, the music is really well. The shots were done well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it mm-hmm. was a well-crafted film. And like we said, it couldn't have opened in 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 wide release. But no, it, it, it's going to gain power just like the Ted Bundy tapes have. It has it has it has staying power. I it think it's a, it's a, it's one it's again it's a film that. I think everyone's going to want to see because oh, yeah. they have a more fascination. Oh yeah. And they'll be drawn to it because you want to see Zach Efron play a fucking total psychopath yeah. and like people love people love I love. I mean, if anyone can make me feel sympathy for the heel of a story, <laughs> right. I want to see that performance. Right, right, right. I want to see someone be fucked up, be evil, but show the dichotomy of the human experience exactly. by showing that evil comes in all forms. All forms. Because it's not because that's re- that's real life. Right. That's real life, man. That is you know, it's not <sighs> Film for a long time tried to oh, yeah. set stereotypes oh, and establish sure. boundaries for this person is this and that uh-huh. is that. And I love that um, Efron did such a good job of uh-huh. showing how Ted Bundy was from the fucking 70s, man. Right. Um, and that serial killer can be your neighbor. And yeah. that's not a thing to like terrify no. people into being like, oh, the evil no. is everywhere. But it's a thing to say, you know. If you see someone who you think looks bad or looks like a killer, right. that's the last person that's going to be the fucking killer. Right. You know, just like it's almost like have an open mind that your your ingrained stereotypes are not fucking true. I mean, it seems like Netflix is on a roll because they did the uh, they have the series Mindhunter that also shows that. I fucking love. I Mindhunter. love Mindhunter. That is so underrated. I what an underrated show! It's an underrated show on fucking Netflix, and I can't wait for the fucking. Is it getting renewed? It's getting renewed, Thank but it's Christ. taking a while. But um, I can't fucking wait for the second season. So, for those who don't know, Mindhunter is about the burgeoning. The creation of the burgeoning, the um, creation of the the basically profiling the, the profiling, profiling wing yeah. of the FBI, unit, yeah. right? Which is there was a show for a long time. What was it? Fuck, what was it called? Um, there was a uh, show. It's like uh, Profiler. Yeah, it's called Profiler. But that was after it already existed. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like it the modern the, version of. There was a woman that was the of head interest. of it, right? Persons of interest. Person of interest, but there was also a show called Profiler. Was it? There was a show profiler, blonde actress. But essentially, how they use essentially psychologists made their way into the FBI. 
Yeah. And they started to build psychological profiles of serial killers so they could predict where and what they were going to yeah. do next. Yeah, Ali Walker them. was the actress, mm. and and that was their there was a show. It was she was a detective of the Violent Crimes uh, Task Force in the FBI. Mm. But it was amazing in that show in particular how little they knew because mm. you know the FBI yeah, were Mine like Hunter was great because they knew nothing. They knew nothing. They were just G, you know they were just these like G men from the Midwest. Yes. You know, but they didn't actually set in know. the seventies where all the yep. serial killers started. <laughs> and that's as far as we know. So on on the whole thing about and one of the big things with Bundy was just the fact that he he had this he put this he put women under the spell. Under the spell. Under the spell because of his charmingness. Because right? of his charm because of his attractiveness and his charmingness. His attractiveness and his charm. And he, coincidentally he, there is a Charles Manson doc that not doc film. Okay. Right? Like a documentary film. Yes. Um that has just come out today. Okay. Uh and today being May the eleventh. Yeah, May the eleventh. Saturday, May the eleventh. So and and that film is actually all about how Three women were put under the spell of Charles Manson. Yeah. And it's called Charlie Says. Hmm. And how after he gets convicted and goes away and they are punished for their crimes that the police try to deprogram them. Because they have to be. Yeah. And it's it's very much like almost trying to take child soldiers from a war zone and trying to sort of deprogram them from that as well. So there's sort of a lot of films trying to they're trying to peel back the layers and understand you know, serial killing and right. the darkness of humanity that seems normal. Right. right. This film, is it a platform or uh, release uh, theaters? The, you know what? The article that I looked at didn't even say. But let me I find wonder. it real quick. Let me find it real quick because I really want to watch this to see. <laughs> so do I. That's what I was like. Is it? Uh, it's an IFC Films production. Because uh, um, we in New York, we have an IFC new movie right. theater. We do have an IFC theater, yeah. yeah. And so, ooh, and it has interesting people in it. Hannah Murray, mm-hmm. Suki Waterhouse, Sosie Bacon. Oh, these are big actresses. You've got Matt Smith. Merritt Weaver. Hannah, Hannah Murray. Annabeth Gish. I mean, these are big, big actresses. Um, who's playing Charles Manson, though? Um, guy from the oh, guy. He's Matt a, Smith. Yeah, he's from um, Doctor Who. Yeah. British, yeah. British actor. He will play amazingly because he. I think he looks creepy. He looks <laughs> fucking creepy. He has and a creepy looking look to on him. That guy. He's got. He's got a lot. There is a lot of women in this film. It doesn't actually say where. It just said it's released today by IFC Films. Okay, but IFC has a platform. It does. They have their own channel, and so they frequently do things um simultaneously so there might be a theatrical release at their theaters and there might be one on their platform as well mm-hmm. so most likely check it out so all in all what did you think of this film what were your what was your rating on it i might give it like a three and a half edge until four mm-hmm. i thought it was pretty good very creepy yeah three and a half solid three and a half i'm gonna say very creepy. I think, uh, like I said, Zach Efron was perfectly creepy and amazing. If you've never seen Zach in this light before, which we never have, mm, his performance um, was outstanding. He's, and he's Lily Collins fucking held Lily it down Collins too. held it down credit. too. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's give her. But Lily Collins is is guaranteed in terms of drama, in terms of uh, d- 
dark drama, mm-hmm. uh, even comedy. Her, her, she's got a little bit of excellence in it all. But I assumed she was gonna do well. He, however, mm. so you know, for an for for showed range. He had showed, real range. He had real range. Um, because he went from being really charming to being a little dark. There were scenes that were kind of he got dark. fucking he got evil at the end. Yeah, he and got they fucking were, evil. Yeah, especially that end scene and when they were talking was yeah. was like evil. Yep. Um, and so, um, I said check it out. What do you have to lose is on Netflix. Yeah, nothing. I know you have a link somewhere. Yep. Um, and make sure see, you have a a happy film to chase it. Yeah, <laughs> just like a real stiff shot of Four Roses, single barrel, hundred proof. <laughs> yeah, you need a little, you need a little cerveza to fucking chase that bitch. I'll right? say, I'll say this. Oh, <laughs> Bring oh, back. oh! In 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 movie news, which I forgot to mention. Oh yep, Eek. yep. Um, go go chase it with seeing Long Shot, which was funny as fuck. Here we go with uh, Joe Rogan and Charlize Theron. Boom. Love. <laughs> so, what do you think? Um, I'll chase you right there with a three and a half. Three and a half? I yeah. thought it was a solid three and a half. Solid three and a half. Solid three and a half. And the, and the reason why Avengers gets four is because I'm a fucking fanboy. And I'd almost give Avengers a four and a half, but it had too many plot holes. So. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't yeah. do that. Well, that's it for us. Make sure you join us next time for episode 44, where we're going to review Woo! John Wick and Evil Superman. Bright burn. Oh, God, I'm excited <laughs> for that. I'm Thank excited you. for both of those films. I'm excited for both of those films. If you like this episode, please be sure to like, share, and follow on all our social media platforms. All That's them. Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, Instagram. Twitter, Twitter, and where we host on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Don't forget to use the hashtag. That's hashtag BBM Podcast. Once again, that's hashtag, hashtag. BBM Podcast. Thank you so much for showing up. This is Beer Bourbon and a movie. Alex. The movie. Yeah. He showed up. He showed up for Vaughn. That's what's up. We miss, we miss you, Vaughn. We miss you, Vaughn. We'll see you next time. Be a bourbon in a movie.